He's finally getting married. You have that one friend that like, you're like, they're never, they're never going to settle down because they're just dating like the wrong people. And I can tell you, my guest today was dating all the wrong people. It was just one disaster after another. But he's finally, we're finally sending him off with a good one. And it's, I, I'm just curious how many people listening can like relate to the amount of bad frogs that you had to kiss before you find your special one. And Miguel Fuller is on the show today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that we do with my mom. It's based on three principles. Live, laugh, and love your mom. And um, we... uh, there's so much, there's so much going on today's show. So I'll tell you this before we get started. Uh, Jimmy Mack, my dad was supposed to come on. He comes on Fridays. Today's episode is going to run a little long because of Miguel and everything, the excitement we have to deal with. So Jimmy Mack on Monday, but first we'll say hi to my mom for today. Hi mom. Hi honey. I do want to talk to you about, because I know if you're following me on social media, there's been a lot of questions, and this is going to kind of take a little dip down before we ramp it back up with Miguel here in just a few minutes. Okay. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not good um, with my situation with Kiki right now. Uh, if you've been following along the last couple of, even on the podcast, I told you like Sunday night, all of a sudden she started just like freaking out, like wouldn't sleep in the room in her room by herself, but she's been sleeping fine in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just started noticing that like, she's not responding to like any sounds like mm-hmm. I, and I, I know that like a month ago for sure, like when I was living in a hotel, I could like talk to her mm-hmm. because I remember like filming videos with her. So I'm like, I know for a fact it hasn't been that long. Um, and then so today um, I've been telling you kind of about the weird. She's like not sleeping well at night. I did decide to put her in the bed last night. Because she, about 1230. I put her back in the crate like I told you yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then I um, decided to uh, about 1230. She started crying. So I because uh, I'm in a condo now. So I had to. Uh, take her. I don't want to take her all the way down, so I just took her out to her pee pad, which is still in the laundry room, and then I um, brought her back in the bed because I just I put her back, tried to put her back in the crate, and she just wasn't having it. So I'm like, it's fine, just sleep in the bed. And then I think about two thirty, had to get back up again and take her over the pee pad, and so I'm, I'm like, I don't have a lot of sleep with me today, uh, which mm. probably isn't helping the situation. But like even today, she's like a little wobbly, which is making me oh. nervous. Like. I don't know. Like, this is like, I mm. allow me to have like a moment of, of dramatics, but like, mm. I feel like Kiki is like the only thing I've had stable in my life, you know? Mm. And I'm already, so I'm already kind of like, Oh, now Kiki's mm. 11, by the way, she's turned 11 in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had, you know, she's had all these heart problems, right. um, but she's been doing really well with. So I don't know what this is. I don't know why she's not responding to noise. I've had mm. a couple of people reach out, say maybe it's an inner ear infection. Mm-hmm. Um, that can make them a little wobbly too, but mm-hmm. she's not like scratching at her ears or anything. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I do believe in the power of like good thoughts and mm-hmm. prayers and whatever your good vibe thing is that you do. Yes. And if you could just send them over this way this weekend, because I've got an appointment, uh, this podcast releases on the 16th and I have an appointment with the vet. I was able to get in tomorrow. Well, today, technically when I'm, we're doing this about, about 1230. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I yeah. feel so bad. Like I just, I'm just really sad about it. So yes, of course you are. She means a lot to you. She's very special. Yeah. And I told you that Sassy's doing similar things. It's yeah. weird. But Sassy's yeah. 17. Right. Which is old for a cat too, but yeah. Old age is hard. I know. So I don't know. I'm not sure where what's going to happen with it. But uh, Monday, obviously, we'll come back on and we'll hopefully at least have a, a better understanding of what's what's happening. Because right yeah. now, it's just it's hard to like. Uh, I don't want to get too dramatic about it. I'll get too emotional before we bring Miguel on. So I'm just going to stay. I'm going to try to stay as neutral as possible until I find out. You know, mm-hmm. like what's of going course. on. So. That's right. So love All and right. prayers to you and to Kiki. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so Miguel's on here in a couple seconds. This is a special edition podcast, so we're not going to do the full, I mean, it's going to be a, a longer episode, but it's not going to be the standard things that you're used to with the segments. And my dad will be on Monday and uh, no good news. No, it's just, we just, I know Miguel and I are going to talk forever because it's just what we do. So, um, hang on for Miguel. He's on in a couple seconds. 
do want to say thank you again to our friends over at BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp is online therapy, which I already hit Dr. Jag up about this because I'm having a hard time focusing uh, on mm-hmm. anything else right now. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I highly recommend if you're like, I'm trying to get through something, I, you know, like, you know, you just need that little extra oomph to get you over the, 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 the hump. But I'm t- I promise you, all that I've been through in the last five years, every hump that I didn't think I was going to get over, I did. And I, I'm so thankful that I had. I mean, I only started working with Dr. Jag a couple of months ago, but I've all I've been in therapy pretty much for three or four years now. I'm right. so thankful to have that tool. So yes. I'm gonna pass that tool on to you and give you 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp. I mean, anxiety, depression. I know there's somebody this weekend going into your weekend, like, you know what, I'm gonna make the change. I'm ready to like work through some of that trauma. Mm-hmm. Even losing sleep and just the grief and it's just it's terrible. And I, uh, there's a lot of ways to handle things like all of this. I, I do highly recommend talking to a professional about it. BetterHelp is really easy because you can do it from your home. You take a lot, a lot of the awkwardness from it. So betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people that are taking control of their mental health and taking it back. And as listeners podcast, you get 10% off your first month, by you, but you got to go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, my my guest today is one of my best friends in the world. Uh, he is the host of the Miguel and Holly show and the Miguel and Holly Uncensored podcast, which you should go follow right now. He is also an engaged man. It's Miguel Fuller. Hi, Miguel. Hi, Miguel. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm so good, but not nearly as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, found thank your you. lifetime love. I'm so excited for you. Oh, I'm so thank excited. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate that so she much. She said the thank same you. thing to me too, Miguel. And then look how that turned <laughs> out. <laughs> so. uh, you know, I'm not sure I did, honey. No, actually, actually. funny story. <laughs> when when I when I called my mom to tell her I was going to propose, and she was like, "Are you sure?" That probably should have been my sign. My mom <laughs> loves everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. Oh, oh boy. Well, you just, you Mama always knows best. Uh-huh. You got it. So, <laughs> Miguel and I actually were the first. We pretty much started in radio together in college. Uh, in case you don't know our backstory, and we've done other podcasts on this, but uh, I was the program director of the college radio station. And here comes Bright eye, bushy tail, gay Miguel, um, <laughs> right into the right into the radio station, and we just we clicked and we became friends, and we've been friends ever since. And um, so we, the reason we have him on today, as you may already know, we've talked about this. Is Miguel got engaged last week? Which congratulations! Thank you, thank you so much. It's and, been such a whirlwind of a week. Uh huh. Just wait. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Okay. In the whirlwind's just starting. Um, but I, um, I wanted to bring him on to talk about it. And we told uh, my mom was like, "Hey, well, I want to make sure they're on for this because I, the quote for today actually has to do with with marriage, right, mom?" That's right. And I'm so, so very happy for Miguel. So very happy for you because you are just the most lovable person in the world. And this guy better treat you right or you tell him I'm coming after him. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say. (laughs) Uh, It would be you and my mom coming down Uh, from Georgia to Tampa. So I can can only see it. You got it, baby. We're coming. We're coming. (laughs) All right, Mom. Our quote before we get to Miguel. What we got? Okay. It's about marriage. So listen up, Miguel. A good marriage is one which allows for change and growth in the individuals and in the way they express their love. That's Pearl S. Buck. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. Be changing and growing. And the way you express your love will change because you're both changing and growing. 
It's true. I think that's like the best piece of advice. And mom, I'm going to ask you in a second because you've been married for how many years now? 48? <laughs> 48. Almost 48. Yeah, 48 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. so I think that's where I started going wrong in my marriage was just expecting that like the day you get married was how you were going to be. And obviously you guys have been together and we were so much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that I didn't expect people to like, like a lot of things change. Our interests change, like our uh, things that, that I, I became passionate about were different than the things that she was passionate about. I mean, we were 25 years old. We were kids, you know, um, the, the person she was sleeping with changed. I mean, so many things can change in a marriage. Uh, that was a joke, by the way. Uh-huh. I was that like, didn't hit right. do I laugh? Uh-huh. Do I cry? I'm not sure how to react to this, girl. Me neither. I clutched my pearls. I was like, oh, girl, she going there. Um, but it, no, but it's true. But it's true. Like you just like there's so many things that are going to change over the years. Uh, and mom, I think that's you can probably you can attest to that because 48 years you guys met when you were how old? Oh my God! Well, we got married when I was nineteen, and he was twenty-three. Yeah, like, we were such babies. I mean, we literally grew up together, and we have changed several times <laughs> um, mm. from you know where we started. But you have to allow for that and just accept it, and be you know just know that you're changing and growing all the time, and love and accept each other for who you are, and embrace that. It's, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, and that's something that we've said on the radio before, you know, to listeners that call in is that you have to get to know your person every day because every workday, every experience changes you a little bit more. Like the yes. pandemic, you know, yes. right, like yeah. I thought that he was going to react one way and he was totally okay. And then I was the basket case that was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. Um, right. But we took time to talk it through and to to talk it out. And I think that's been one of the hallmarks of our relationship that's made it so different from previous people we've been with. Mm-hmm. And we always comment on how we actually communicate with each other and say, so I'm upset about this that happened to me today, or I'm upset with what you said. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it and, and understand it. Yes. And Stephen and I talk all the time about communication being the key to healthy relationships, no matter if it's with your partner, your work person, whomever. I mean, good communication is critical to good, healthy relationships. I don't think my wife and I talked about anything since like 10 days after Obama was elected. So it was a long time. (laughs) 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 A long time. It's a long long time. Yeah. But I did. I mean, that's in Miguel. We, you know, we've talked about this too. There's so many things that I, I, I I bit my tongue over, but I think three years in, you guys have got that strong foundation Mm. uh, Mm. that, you know, if it ain't going to work in the first three years, you're going to know pretty fast. You're going to know pretty fast. So, you know, right. uh, No, absolutely. And I think when you've gone through some challenges in our lives that we've both gone through, you know, and him changing jobs and trying to get his business off the ground, you know, all the trials and tribulations I've had at work and him meeting my family and the the troubles that I've had with my family and how he's stepped up and stepped in. Um, you know, and this is stuff that normally I wouldn't share with someone I'm dating, but he's like, no, let me in. I want to know, I want Mm -hmm. to talk about it with you. I want to be there for you. I mean, it's, it's Mm -hmm. it's, you can just tell when it's different. And especially when you've been in so many bad relationships, you're like, Ooh, (laughs) this one just feels different on my skin. This is good. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought up bad relationships because I feel like we have to get into those today as well. We can't let, we have to tell the whole, the whole story of Miguel Fuller's (laughs) love life. Oh no. Yeah. Like uh, getting oh, look to at today. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going My nowhere. Goodness. You sit tight. Wow. You know? I've got to go peel some apples. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom. I'm going to get to Miguel, but I love okay. you. And uh, we'll, we'll do it again on Monday. Love you both forever. Well, let's get down to business, you engaged ass bitch. <laughs> That's how I want to start this thing. 
Can that please be on our invitations? Please, I want that to be on the invitations. <laughs> These gay bitches are engaged. Wow, wow. Okay, so um, let's let's get into this because I want people to that don't follow you on Instagram to know how this whole thing went down because. If it didn't happen on the radio, number one, you and I both would have been disappointed. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad the engagement Absolutely. did actually go down in real time. But do you want to explain the story of what actually happened? Yeah. So, well, let me just go back to my now fiance. Uh, it's a Abe. weird word, right? It's weird. That's I a know. weird thing it to is. say. That will never roll off the tongue, by the way. No, no. It's like every time I'm like my boy fiance, <laughs> it just sounds so weird in my mouth. Yeah. Um, unlike other things. Um. Anyway, hello. Um, hey. <laughs> so we've from the very beginning of our relationship, you know, we had the conversation that he would be the one to propose. And so then through the course of the past three years of our relationship. Well, hang on. Everyone- let's, let's take a look at that really quick, because that was a question I was going to mm-hmm. ask you in, in a gay mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, who like is that? Do you vote? Is there like a debate? <laughs> is it like <laughs> actually there's <laughs> another there is a, a electoral college for it. <laughs> um, and that's how we pick. OK, uh-huh. and, and that makes logical sense then. OK, cool. Clearly. Uh, no, um, you know, every couple is different. You know, um, some people, they talk about it beforehand. Um, some people just wh- whoever gets the feeling first, um, sometimes they just mutually agree to it. Um, so there's no like tried and true method. But okay. we pretty much because we were friends before we were we dated, you know, he knows how extra I am. And we were like, clearly, if we ever make it to that point. Um, you're going to be the one he, he will propose and then I will take over the reins and plan a wedding. And so that was sort of set at the very beginning of our relationship. Okay. Like, when do you even discuss that? Like, when does that conversation come in? Um, well, I, we both knew from the beginning that this was like different, you know, and I, you know, you've known me for a long time, and I said that about a lot of people. I literally was about to say, I'm pretty sure every relationship you've been in, you said this one's different. (laughs) Well, but but here was the true difference, is I had did my summer of single um, right before we got together, where I would do my normal tender, grinder, scruff, go on a date, and then usually the point where I'd be like, oh my God, he is so different. No matter how I felt, I promised myself that I would stop it and say, hey, I'm really just getting to know more people this summer. I'm good. Right. If, you want, if you're interested, talk to me in the fall. And literally within the first like three or four weeks of the summer, when it was like three different situations, I was like, wow, I really do fall quickly for just the surface stuff. And so right. it really helped me sort of push beyond that with people. And so I developed some good friendships. And so then when Abe came into my life at the beginning of the fall in uh, 2017, that's he when he said it to me first, I was like, all right, so I'm not the crazy person who's just like, this is so different for the 17th time. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I could feel it. Like I knew because I've known Miguel since you were, what, 2020, 19, something like that. Uh, 19, uh, yeah, 19. And we're still in our 20s, so it hasn't been that long. 29. Uh, hello. Uh, we, I, I just, I could tell because when I worked with Miguel in Panama City, especially, there'd be these guys that would just come through. And um, I, I, I think Holly and I always kind of knew that it wasn't going to be right. But it's always that weird spot of like, you can't say that to somebody's face, you know, because these right. situations would be so disastrous that we were just like, uh, this cannot be good. I thought maybe we could take a look at some of your, your failed relationships. Well, before oh. we get to like your, <laughs> is that okay? Can, can we look back on some, some of your failed let's, relationships? Let's, please. Okay. Let's. I want to go with, um, there, and you'll have to remind me some of these stories. Cause I just kind of remember bullet points, but I, th- there was the guy that actually turned straight, after you oh well there were two of them okay um. <laughs> <laughs> i'm referring to the one that i think had a kid later on or yes. like something mm-hmm. what was who was what was that guy's name uh david david okay. and what, what was, uh, what that was, was that at the very beginning of us being in panama city 
Uh, yeah, so way him and I ago. dated when we, yes, like when we first moved to Panama City. And before I made any friends, I met him online, I'm pretty sure. And we dated. It moved pretty quickly. We were in a relationship. And then it was like two or three months later, I started to like hang out with some of the other gays in Panama City. Now, mind you, I believe I was like 22. So I still hadn't fully like been in, ooh, let's go out and party mode yet. And I met these people that were like, let's go party. And that David guy was like, I'm not really into that. Um, and you were like, well, this shit's never going to work. So I was <laughs> like, Miguel, Miguel went hard. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you had your days of going, going pretty well. And that city just like, I listened back to a lot of old audio from us. You know, we have at the moment Kramer history on Wednesdays. And mm-hmm. like, I just remember that like there, there was no medium or like, like, like casual evening of like two drinks, you know, nobody did no. that. Like you either got, went out and got wasted or you stayed home and there was nowhere in between. Well, that's what I I joke about now with my friends is I remember like Friday we'd be doing the show and I would text a friend or two in Panama City and be like, I can't wait to get wasted tonight. Yes. (laughs) Like I'm horrified. I'm horrified now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So yeah. And how did that that situation turn out? Um, I mean, other than he's, he's married up. with kids now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we I, I broke up with him because I just saw that we weren't a match. I knew that I was being pulled towards, you know, getting this group of friends and hanging out with people. And it just we just weren't compatible. And so we broke up and then he ended up actually moving from Panama City to Tampa where he worked somewhere, met a girl, he liked her, and they got married, did it, and had a kid. <laughs> and I remember this story yeah. Miguel told us. We were like, oh. Another one that I remember from Miguel's past was the guy, I won't say his name, but there was a guy that we were pretty sure he like started dating Miguel, and then he started working at the radio station. <laughs> and we were like, what oh. is that? <laughs> Do you remember that whole drama? I have not thought about that in so <laughs> I know. long. <laughs> I know. I'm like really racking my brain here. What was that situation? Because I don't really remember exactly what that was about. So if I can pull from the deep recesses of my drunk brain from back in the day, yeah. um, I believe that we met on MySpace. And oh God, that shows how long ago this was. <laughs> <laughs> Like years ago. Um, And he worked in radio in another city, but he lived a town over from Panama City. And uh, we hit it up. And I was like, once again, oh, my gosh, not only is he gay and he's cute, but he does radio. Yes. (laughs) Which should have been your first warning flag, by the way, because like none of us are normal and we're all terrible. So there's that. Yeah. And we should not be together. We should not. Oh, no. You can never. That's what I always say is I can't date somebody in the media. Everyone's always like trying to hook me up with TV people or other radio people. And I'm like, F no. Like there's no way. We're all the the worst. So there's no way I'm doing that. You need one good person in the relationship because we are not that person. (laughs) No chance. (laughs) Well, I remember, I don't remember how or when, but I just remember saying out loud to either you and Holly or to some friends, I was like, you know, I wonder if it could possibly be any way, any sort of conspiracy theory that the only reason he's talking to me is to sort of get his way into our radio building because he did mm-hmm. radio in the past, but he wasn't doing it at the time. Well, lo and oh, behold, I, I didn't realize for some reason I thought he was working over in a different city, like a smaller market, but no, he wasn't working I, at all. In, in that point. Maybe he was. And he wanted. I don't, I, I actually, I don't remember the specifics of that. Okay. okay. Um, which is so crazy how like something like at that moment seemed so seminal and, and crazy. <laughs> and now you're like, wait, what were the details? Right. I know. Um, but I remember bringing him to our company Christmas party and him talking to our boss for a long time. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And you were like, you were like so crazy about this guy. You were so into him. That's what the part we were like, the most painful part of this whole oh thing was like, Miguel was like, 
because Miguel falls easy, just like me, right? Like we're just we're just like we're all in. Um, and then yeah, mm-hmm. I just remember how this whole thing started turning real fast. <laughs> Well, because then it was like you wouldn't get text messages back and we wouldn't right. hang out and we were never intimate. And it was just like, wait a minute, something's going on here. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember mm-hmm. how it ended, but I think it was just me being like, all right, I think I'm being the clown here and I need to get my crap together. And he ended up working in our building. And then I yeah. was like done with him at that point. Literally, he like kind of used Miguel to like talk to the boss, and then all of a sudden he starts working. It was just a weird situation. Um, is there anything about some forgetting that was just like tragic? Uh, I feel like that was the last one from that era because then it just became a string of like awkward dates, right? Um, okay, can we please hookups. can we please tell the maintenance guy story? Please. Oh my god, I knew. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this story. God, keep in mind, this is why I loved working with Miguel because he was just, he would just get himself in all these awkward situations that I would be like, damn, that's so crazy. Um, okay, so expl- uh, this was in Tampa though, wasn't it? When I was in Tampa the first time. Yep, yep. This was in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Um, so I was on one of the apps <laughs> and <laughs> this guy was like, hey, come over to my apartment in this nice <laughs> part of town. And I was like, well, okay, I'm a man about town. Why not? And I do believe I will put a little asterisk by this is this is around the time that we knew we were getting fired. And we I was just like, I was in a very it, dark space. It didn't matter. Time. Yeah, we were all so effed up from that situation. Like, talk oh about because just a really quick backstory for most of you probably don't know. So when we went to Tampa, so Miguel still works in Tampa, right? But it's the second time through. So the first time though, we went to this radio station. We were so excited. The station was just failing, but we had high hopes for it because we were so cocky coming out of Panama City, um, and. We basically within I actually just tell, told the um, the story the other day about the uh, the GM that got fired right when we got there for embezzlement. Right. So that was like oh. the beginning of the end. Yeah. Remember that whole situation? <laughs> yeah, that was like within a month of us getting there. And then it just kind of slowly rolled downhill because that was the only guy that was like, we're never going to flip this radio station. Like, we're going to ride this thing out to the end. We're putting all this money into it. And you don't have to worry about anything like a week later, he gets fired. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it was, just, it, so we went to the station and within how to, how soon do we know? I mean, it was like within six months, six nine months, months. six yeah, like months. I remember like, it was at our, it was at our Christmas show that our PD was like, we're on a bubble. And then after Christmas break, the new GM took us to breakfast downtown and was like, things aren't looking good. Right. Yep. So then we were like, Ugh. and now keep in mind, we're also, 20 i was 27 8 28 maybe you were probably 25 like we didn't really I have would, yeah. like life yeah. i didn't have any kind that was like the first real tragedy that i ever like went through um not for you miguel actually has been through a lot of shit but like for me i mean luckily i've been through a ton of shit since then my life's been a shit storm so it doesn't <laughs> even seem like a big deal anymore uh but i just remember like i was in also such a dark crazy place because like we had worked so hard like we busted our asses in panama city to like build this big show and then within like six months it was like well don't think it's gonna work guys like well, hopefully we can find you another job we don't know so that's just kind of like where our brains were at we were like a nervous wreck and like where is this gonna go the uncertainty of everything and whatever so anyway that's where we're at our brain was at at least yeah and so we were it was just a very tragic time where i was like drinking lots of wine every night and taking my ambien and it was just really (laughs) bad so i was like cool i'll come over whatever um some emotional relief and so went over there and i remember as i was like driving over to the apartment he was like well text me when you get here and i was like all right well which building are you and he was like i'm in 5b and i was like all right cool and he was like oh wait wait, no no no, i'm sorry no no it's it's ac and i was like (laughs) how do you know where you live but you know what it's fine whatever (laughs) we didn't give a shit at that point like yes now that summer was pretty much like my summer last year was like i'm just i'm just trying to just hook up i don't care yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just whatever. Look, just tell yeah. me where to go and I'll be there. Yeah. So, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, even though there's so many red flags, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to look yeah, past them all and just go for broke. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So, 
I ended up um, walking into the apartment and he comes from the back room with a screwdriver in his hand and one of the um, uh, filters for the air conditioner. And I was like, are you changing your filter out? And he was like, oh, no, this is a model apartment and I'm just changing it out. I'm the maintenance guy here. And I was like, wait. All right. Wait, so, so let's, this play, let's play a game. Yeah, right. So you see where the story's going, right? So in that situation, let's play a quick game here called Did Miguel Actually End Up Hooking Up in the Model Apartment? Or did he have enough self-dignity to say this is just terrible? Take, make, take the guess in your head. Put the guess in your head and uh, we'll go to Miguel for the answer. Miguel, did you hook up in that model apartment with, with the maintenance guy? 26-year-old, just about to be <laughs> fired, Miguel Fuller did not leave the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. one of my it, favorite stories. I love but it. Hold like, on. Just a cherry on top for that. Um, I remember we were doing oh, – I told that story on the air or podcast that we were doing at the time. Yeah. And a gay guy that is a black guy, short, very <laughs> similar stature to me, he messaged me on Twitter and was like, oh, my gosh, was it this apartment? No. This person? And I was like, no. Yes, it was. And he was like, same thing happened to me two months ago. No. I don't think I know that knew that part of the story. I do. I did have a little bit of dignity at the time. That was the last <laughs> little bit that just took it all away. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't think you ever told me that part. Holy <laughs> shit. That's crazy. Wait, and then really quick, one more, one, one more, one more. We're going to get to like the, the romance part here in a second. We got to get all the skeletons oh out of the closet first. <laughs> did you or did you not have to climb into a guy's window one time? Was oh that you? <laughs> I should just deny it and say it wasn't me. Um, you could have, and I'd say maybe even Holly or something. But I remember yeah. something about you climbing in a window. Was that a different guy? Yeah, but okay. <laughs> so that was another tragic moment in my life. Um, <laughs> There's been plenty, by the way. <laughs> lots, lots. I mean, we could do a whole like week long of Miguel's tragic moments. Yeah. Um, so this was actually right after college when um, – right after actually because you and I were roommates in Savannah for like two months before you went off to Panama City. And I was living in Savannah by myself, my first grown-up apartment. I was working like three jobs, didn't have any time for anything. And once again, it's that one night I have alone by myself and I was on some gay dating website and this guy was like, come on over and <laughs> – when I drove over to his house, he was like, so here's the thing. You can't come through the front door. You got to climb through the back window. <laughs> now, now, with that being said, let's play another round of did Miguel actually stay or did he go? Because I think most people would have been like, no, this is not, not a good situation. So did Miguel actually end up climbing through the window to, uh, to get this hookup? All right. Lock in your answers. Well, and uh, Miguel, did you end up hooking up and climbing through the window? 22 year old, <laughs> very desperate and sad Miguel yeah. got his fat ass through the window. <laughs> yeah, that's Miguel. That's before Miguel got all fit. Okay. So we were working with uh, a few more pounds on here trying to, to get through. Oh, yeah. I was just what was the situation? Why did you have to climb through the window? I actually, I don't know because I like, <laughs> I remember I climbed through the window and then we started like making out, but you just know that it's not smooth. And it was just like, you know, I feel very awkward. And like, remember, this was back in when did we gra I graduated in 2000. So this is probably 2007, 2008. So when you posted pictures online back then, they were not the quality that we have now. Sure. And I was like, I feel like, and this was before we had the term catfished, that I right. was catfished. And I was like, I just the body feels different. I don't, you know so what? So you never saw his go. face. Like you could never see him. No. 
Nope. Oh, wow. Nope. Wow. Miguel, do you see why? Okay, now with all these stories being told, okay, do you see why I was never quite sure who Miguel was going to end up with? Because I was a real <laughs> nervous wreck of how Miguel's life, love life always goes. There's always some weird situation going on with it. So I will say this. When he met his boyfriend, oh, Abe, I, I actually, I hit Holly up because I was like, girl, just, just tell me, like, and I always so it's so funny because I always do the same thing when whenever Holly meets somebody, I hit Miguel. I'm like, I'm like, just just tell me, like, what's what's the deal here? Like, do we approve of this? <laughs> and Holly was like, Yeah, this guy actually seems like he's got his head on straight. I'm like, I'm not buying into it. I just know how these situations go. I'm gonna give it six months before I even like invest any emotional uh, interest into this into this gentleman. And then I met him. At, was it at Norm's party? Yeah, I believe so. Uh huh. So uh, our our previous agent, the one who passed away, uh, we all met at a party, and I was like, okay, I like this guy. And then just seeing you guys interact with one another, I'm like, they really go well together because Miguel, you know, Miguel's so funny. He's he's got to be center of center of the show, but he's also got to be like quiet, locked up in his room, like under blankets with all the lights <laughs> off too. Yeah. And you're never sure like which Miguel you're going to get, right? So <laughs> oh, yes. I wasn't sure like it, what the right partner would be for you. And then when I, when I kind of saw you and Abe interacting, I was like, this guy's perfect because he's outgoing, but he's also kind of quiet. So like he can kind of mm-hmm. go back and forth, you know, like he can play into it. Like, he, like these guys do these funny TikToks together. He'll play into all that. But I bet he's also like a good rock for you when you're being crazy. It just seemed like a really good situation. So I've been, you know, I've been excited about this since post six months because, you know, I just with this, with your record, I had to just give it a little bit of time. I couldn't emotionally <laughs> invest in anybody else because I, I put way too much into that in my lifetime. Um, yeah, so true. you guys at this point have been together for how long? It's a long time. Uh, th- three years, actually. Yeah, three years. And so let's now pick up with current day because, and we took a weird side road to get here, but just, just <laughs> go with us here. So it was Friday of last week is a week ago today. And, mm-hmm. uh, Miguel, I, I honestly, I knew it was going to happen because Holly texted me the night before and said, Hey, just FYI, mm. Miguel's getting engaged tomorrow. I was like, Oh shit. But I didn't really oh. know what was going to happen until I watched the video. But for those of you that didn't, don't follow Miguel. It was really, it was involving the radio, but it was like, super intense so what was the setup and how did it work yeah so we were doing this bit um that we do every friday headphone karaoke where we sing songs and listeners vote and there's a consequence and um we were uh oh sorry my microphone went crazy hold on <laughs> we're in our hold home on. studios i know right sounds okay, fancy, okay. but okay and we're back <laughs> they're just janky little microphones in our laptop uh so we were doing this bit headphone karaoke that we do every Friday where we sing a song and listeners vote. And I was planning on going to Atlanta this past weekend um, to visit family and friends. And so our afternoon guy was filling in for me to do the bit. So he was already like, I'd called him the day before and said, Hey, can you come in to do it? Then you got to come in Monday to do the consequence. If you lose, he goes, Oh yeah, sure. No problem. So we go live on our stream on our Facebook page and they're practicing their songs. And then I start the break and I'm like, hot 101.5. And we're on the third floor of our building and Mm -hmm. there is just uh, windows all around the studio. So as I'm talking and entering the break, the sign slowly scoots down from the roof to the window and it says, hey, you come here, look down with a pumpkin in the middle. And I was like, what? And, you know, as a broadcaster, you're trained to just keep going. The show must go on. Don't let any distraction stop you because, you know, the half a million people listening in their car don't care about anything happening in the studio unless it's pertaining to the bit. So I kept going, but then I was like, wait a minute. What if this is like some Halloween bit that or promotion that I don't know about mm-hmm. and this is part of it? So I, I stopped and I was like, all right, hold on. I'm sorry to do this, but what is this sign right now? And, <laughs> and I, listeners now are probably look- like, wait, what are you talking about? You know, like what sign? Oh, because you can clearly hear that I'm just like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, because Scott, our producer, is the closest to the window. And I was like, the sign says, hey, you come here, look down. Go look down. He was like, I'm not looking down. I don't know what that (laughs) sign means. (laughs) Holly's the second closest to the window. I was like, Holly, go look down. She was like, I'm not going. 
And I was like, fine, let me go look over here. And so this like breaks all the radio rules because this bit was already going to be kind of long, adding another person to it. And I was like, okay, but let me just go look. So I go over around the console. I look out the window and there is Abe standing in the parking lot looking up at us, me, the studio. And I was like, wait. Why is Abe there? And then that's when I got really confused. And then Holly was like, put the headphones on, Miguel. And I was like, all right, because mind you, we're still on the air at this point. So all of a sudden, there is a his voice comes over the headphones, even though he's down there on the on the on the parking lot. And it says, hey, boyfriend, you're probably confused right now. And then at this point, I was like what's happening and then when right. i saw holly and, and by the way there's nothing worse because miguel and i are pretty similar when it comes to control there's nothing worse than losing control of the show and like i'm oh sure like gosh. at this point you had to be like what do i do <laughs> like 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 i don't know yes. how to like save this i don't know how to like like am i supposed to play along am i supposed like, I, I i feel your anxiety in that moment Right, because you know, like you you are the quarterback, and right. if a bit goes over the time limit that it's supposed to go, that's going to be you because you didn't do it. And I'm like, we have our afternoon guy here who's also kind of like our APD, and I'm sure our boss is listening because he's in it. And so, Nat, like, what the hell is going on right now? And so then my boyfriend starts telling our story about our lives. And to be honest with you, I haven't been able to watch the video um, since then. So I don't even really remember what all he said because I was just so like out of my mind in that moment. (laughs) Right. Right. And at the very end of it, as he sort of tells the story of our relationship, he goes, now come down here right now. And so then Holly's like, go downstairs, take the elevator. And I was like, like, like now we're still on the air. She's like, no, (laughs) go down now. And I was like, all right, so clearly something has been planned and I wasn't involved. So I'm going to just trust the process. Okay. But do you know at this point, are you like, I'm, I'm getting proposed to? I had a feeling, but I was just really confused on how it was going to happen. Right. Um, <laughs> and, I was like, and that, that control gene kicked in real fast, didn't it? Where you were probably like, oh, wait, PPM. And we got to play one song and make sure Dimly Votto gets on time. <laughs> uh, the contest. <laughs> uh, uh, top of the hour. Uh. Right, because in my head, I'm like, we still have to do headphone karaoke. It's like a three-bit thing over the course of 30 minutes we're doing. Yeah. What the hell is going on? So I get my mask. I go. I get on the elevator, and I was like, I'm not running down three flights of stairs because whatever is about to happen, I'm not going to be sweaty and out of breath. So I'm going to get on the elevator. <laughs> so I'm just like, all this chaos is happening, and then it's the most surreal thing to just get on the elevator, and it's just like, it's like a moment of like serenity right like nothing's around you like it's just you by yourself right right it's just me so then i go out the side door of our building because i'm like well that'll be the quickest way to get to the back of the building where he was and as i'm walking out of the door i see a hot 1015 it's our radio station a tent and I see a bunch of people spread out with masks on. And then I see my boss, our engineers with equipment, broadcast equipment set up. And my boyfriend is right there. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know what's happening. Uh-huh. And yep. that's when, like, the emotions came. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I walk over to the table and our boss is like a producer on Saturday Night Live or something. He's like on his knees with the microphone pointed at us. And my boyfriend's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yes. And then as I like look around, I see friends that like I haven't seen since the beginning of the pandemic. Right. There are some friends that don't get along right now, but like everybody's there. Wow. And that's, cool. that's when I just like lose it. Yeah. And he's like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, I think so. And he was like, I have a question to ask you. Will you marry me? And he got on one, one knee and asked. And I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the tears ensue. And, you know, it's, it's actually a super cute video. Is there a way to people to find that easy? Or you have to go scroll through a bunch of stuff? Yeah. So there's uh, two ways to find it. If you go to my Instagram, Miguel Fuller, um, it's on my feed and like you see the the feed and you'll see Miguel and Abe get engaged Um, or on the Miguel and Holly YouTube page. If you just type our names in Miguel and Holly, our YouTube page will come up and it's posted there as well. 
you got to go see it because I mean, I think it really it sounds cool. But like when you really see it all come together, it's 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 a good video. So go go watch that over there. OK, so now you're engaged. Congratulations, by the way. It's so weird to like Thank think you. that you're engaged. You know, I don't I don't know. This just it's it's just bizarre to me. Um, but, uh, uh, you but, and me. It's freaking strange. Right. Because you and I talked not too long ago and I was because, you know, after three years of dating somebody, I mean, that's a long time. I'm sure anybody's going to want to kind of figure out like and and you kind of acted like you weren't sure if like the timing was right or we're going to wait. But I feel like you've been saying that forever, right? Like since the beginning of this relationship, right. about a year. And I think we've been having that conversation about the timing's not right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, do you feel good about where you are in this moment to actually be engaged? Like, how are you feeling now that it's actually happened? Like, you're like, yes, we've committed to it. and kind of what's going through your head because it, it's a weird thing it's a for those you remember, everybody remembers that moment so it's so you don't know what you're like there's like that fear of like well how do i do this and like the word fiance and it's just it's really surreal mm-hmm. moment well to me it kind of actually you know now that I, it's been a week and we've settled yeah. into it it kind of just feels natural because we were already kind of headed that way, you know? Right. Um, you know, we've been like, um, he's from Buffalo, New York, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So we've been flip-flopping Christmases and like I own my townhouse, Chateau Oprah, that I bought like right before we met. And um, we redid the kitchen a year ago and he paid for the appliances um, because he lives here and then we had to get a new air conditioner and I paid for that. So like, we've already been acting that way. Right. And, yeah. you know, we, we had made jokes that like, well, if we break up, it's going to be real awkward because are you just going to like <laughs> take the refrigerator with you? Like, how is this going to work? Like, and I hope he's petty enough to do that, by the way, too, just to drag a refrigerator down the flight of stairs just to, uh, just to make things awkward. Probably so. Probably so. I mean, he is now my fiance, so you got to be on my petty level to be with That's me. That's true. I mean, clearly, okay. clearly. I like that. I like that. Um, so I mean, are you? Yeah. So it just it 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 feels natural, and it feels like now. Did it feel like we what we thought a- it was going to feel like? Because I think everyone has an expectation of what they're going to feel like once they get engaged. And do you feel like it's hitting the mark? Does it feel different than what you thought it might feel like? It actually feel because I never really thought I never let myself think that. Because, you know, in my life, um, here's Miguel's enter sad piano music. Um, (laughs) You know, I've learned to just not have expectations about stuff. Um, I've had a lot of disappointments in my life. And so I don't set expectations. I'm like, I set goals. And if I reach them, cool. But I know that it'll, it'll go a different route. So I wasn't expecting anything. But what I didn't expect to feel is I feel like a flip has switched and it's sort of like, okay, the life that we've built and we've been living now it like makes sense. Like it's not like this could Mm. all just be, I mean, anything could just be taken away from you, but it just feels like this is what was supposed to be, you know, like we've started kind of buying in a little bit more. Right. 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 Yes. You know what? That's a better term because you know, when we've made these sort of financial decisions together, it was almost kind of like, well, even though we're in it together, I have no say over it because, you know, legally we're not together together, you know? Right. Right. And so now like he owns a a home in Buffalo that he rents out, you know, and we've been having, or he's been thinking about maybe selling it. And I'm like, that's your decision. You know, that's your, that's your house. You own it. Now I'm like, bitch, <laughs> how much can we get for the house? Mm-hmm. Real I'm fast this man switch. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I want some of that question too. Like, how does that, how does that work in gay marriages when, cause I mean, obviously I don't, I'm pretty naive that my brother, you know, is now married, but I don't even know if I know their last name situation i think they just kept they both just kept their last names but i'm not 100 percent sure which makes me a shitty brother i understand um, yeah. what who so who keeps whose last what, what are you guys gonna do with that so we actually talked about that a long time ago um and i'm going to take his last name yeah um because my last name doesn't really mean anything um <laughs> without getting into another cue the piano music yeah um, you know, sad Miguel story. I, I have a last name that doesn't mean anything to me. And so um, we've discussed that I will keep it professionally because that would be too much to try to go through like all that stuff. And plus, 
I do want a little bit of separation, you know, as I'm getting older and, you know, owning property and, you know, making other investments, you know, before when we were 21, 22, 23, and you have, you know, not a cent to your name, it doesn't matter. You know, you can look up what you're going to get, you know, and then (laughs) now it's like, I would like just a little bit of buffer of privacy there. Sure. Um, so, and, and then too, I've just, I've grown to just love his family and the rich history that they have. Um, his brother sent me this amazing, the sweetest text, uh, the day that, um, Abe proposed. And so I'm like, you know, I want to be a part of that clan. So wow, I'm, I'm that's cool. That's special. Name. How does, how does your mom, I wish you guys knew Miguel's mom because Miguel's mom is literally one of my favorite people on the planet. I love your mom so freaking much. Uh, she is, she's literally one of the funniest people because we could just call Miguel's mom at any point on the radio show. And like, we wouldn't have to prep her. She would just hop on and just be so funny. Um, <laughs> so what, what was her reaction to all of this? She was like, what took y'all so long? <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> Why y'all wait three years? Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, mom, calm down. And now she's on this whole thing of like, well, y'all gonna get married on my birthday. I've never been in a wedding before. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's all about her. <laughs> it is. Like literally, this is the Angela wedding featuring Abe and Miguel. I freaking love that so much. Well, you know, traditionally, let's talk about just quote unquote traditional marriage, which like F traditional, whatever. But like, you know, when my sister is also engaged right now, she's getting married, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, possibly March, but who knows? Um, Mm. Or is it April? It's anyway in the spring. And she, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day about, I think it's so archaic how like my family is still expected to pay for the wedding. Uh, how does that work? And you guys are also older, so it's not like you're right. in your thirties. So it's not like you're both 22. Like, you know, when I like, thank God, I look back at my marriage. I paid a cent for that wedding. I've been pissed. I actually walked away oh. from my wedding, uh, with about $10,000. So like that was to me, it was like a really good investment. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I really Wait, ended up is doing that well. what I can expect from a wedding. You, you better get some some rich ass parents in law and their friends because man, we just started we just started inviting people because we knew they were rich, which is kind of a shitty thing. But you know, it's fine. It all worked out fine. Uh, I'm or do terribly. It. Do it. <laughs> just find some rich white people. They'll just send you money. I, um, what? You'll be getting an invitation. Okay. <laughs> you're like you're not actually invited, <laughs> but just please just mail me a check. <laughs> Come on, please rich don't white man, up. give me some money. <laughs> Well, so like, how, how are you going to split that wedding cost? Like, have you had that talk yet? We haven't gotten into specifics because like we're at the very, very beginning stages of it. Um, where actually just last night we signed up for the knot. Um, and I was like, well, how much are you wanting to spend? And he told me a number and I was like, what? You want to? How where that money coming from? Give me from? an idea. So, give me an idea. Give me an idea. Less less than fifty. Um, how much was your wedding? Your your my your wedding was here. about forty five thousand. It, it's around that. God, it's dude. I'm oh god. I'm telling you. And you remember my my wedding? And this was you know obviously years ago, but like mm-hmm. it was pretty fancy. You know, it was oh, pretty yeah. fancy, but God, that's like 45,000. Think what you could do with $45,000. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, this is coming from my jaded divorce self, but like <laughs> I, $45,000, that's a shit ton of money. You know, that's, it that's is. most well, people's annual salary. Oh, absolutely. Girls close to mine. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, so here's, you know, why I, I want to spend this money is because one this will probably be the only time that our full families get together you're right so you know it's not like that time where you know you both grew up in the same city and your parents and families know each other or you only live a couple of states apart his family's in buffalo new york some in texas mine is in atlanta i've got friends in california in Atlanta, down south, like I have, we have people all over. So this right. will literally be the only time that everybody gets together. And I want it. And I, I kind of want to show off our city because I think that's one of the big things. One of the major themes that I want of, of the weekend to be is to show off St. Pete where we live. 
And, right. you know, there are some ideas that I have for it. And, you know, we're in our 30s, so I don't want it to be like, you know, I mean, not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I, I'm Miguel Fuller. It's going to be a spectacle, girl. I'm coming in on a hot air balloon. What do you expect? I can't even imagine how crazy this wedding is going to be now that I think about it. Between like, because Miguel is so detail oriented too. Like Miguel, make the moment in Kramer histories would not be possible if it wasn't for Miguel Fuller. Because my ass is not going to spend the time he spent to, to archive all this friggin' audio. Like Miguel's very <laughs> meticulous in how he, like he, Miguel, literally. And do you still have the file folders you just carry around from place to place? Like Miguel has like those. They're in like my garage, actually. <laughs> like file folders of every show sheet that was ever done in the history of time. Never again will you ever look at that. But for some reason, nope. you still have every single one of them. Uh, so I can only I imagine the wedding yeah, planning well, I, process I, with you. Oh, absolutely. Like we have already, like I've already, it's only been not even a week. Um, or I know it has been a week. So I've already started. Um, I think I have like three, no, I have four different wedding planners that I've, you know, done research on. And I think in the next couple of weeks, I want to start in, um, doing like Zoom calls with them just to interview and see if I like their vision. But and can then you I handle wanna... that though? Can you handle having somebody else do your wedding for you? Honestly? Yes, because this is something that I have become comfortable with and trying to not be a control freak. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to plan an event like that. That's not okay. my expertise. Okay. If, okay. if you say, Miguel, produce a stage show where all I'm doing is just putting, you know, putting performers on and, you know, figuring out flow of a show, I can do that. I don't have expertise in designing a weekend for people that are coming out of town. I don't have that expertise. Right. So I want to hire someone to, to help with that. Yeah, that absolutely. Well, I'm very happy for you. I really am. I, I think this is of all you, you had to kiss a lot of frogs. Uh, had to, you had oh. to climb in a, a lot of frogs windows in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Go into a lot here. of frog ponds, uh, that they don't own. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. got here. I'm genuinely excited for you guys. I think you're at a good age to do it. Like, I'm so glad that you did not get married when Holly and I did. We thought we had our whole lives figured out at 24. Uh, we did not by the way. And, uh, yeah. I think that you guys, you, you've I mean, three years together. There ain't no more surprises. I mean, I feel like every now and then there's a surprise, you know, like there's people that find out they're right. <laughs> they're they're significant others after 20 years or like, you know, serial killers or whatever. But outside of those right. kind of big secrets, I feel like you guys have probably experienced a lot together. You've been through a lot together. And I think this is really going to be a positive experience. I don't know that's going to change your life that much other than you've right have that that buy in of like, OK, we're we taking this seriously. Like, Are we really going to do this or are we just, you know, right. just just playing house right now? So. I think it's going to be great right. for well, you guys, and, and I'm genuinely I, I think, excited for you. Well, and I think to thank you so much, and I'm I'm super excited, and I feel like when you really take your time to get to know someone, and I feel like for us, this whole pandemic, this was our like this was going to tell the truth on if we were going to be able to stay together, you know, because sure, yeah. we're normally surrounded by friends and we've got lots of things to do. I mean, like literally just the other day I was looking at my calendar right before March 13th when everything changed. And like, we never had a weekend where we were just stopping and together. I remember I have a friend that we were at brunch one time and he was like, do you and Abe ever get time with just the two of you? And we were like, actually, no, we don't. You know, <laughs> we don't. And so I feel like this was the true test of like, all right, can can we truly get through difficult situations? And right. I feel like this was like the final one that said, okay, y'all can make this happen. Yeah. And now here you are. Little Miguel Fuller, all grown up now. Gonna be gonna be a husband. Do you guys want kids or no? You do, right? So Abe oh. doesn't want kids. Um yeah. I'm on the fence. Like I've, I've ruled out we would not do like surrogacy or wouldn't right. adopt a baby. We would adopt like 
a six-year-old about to go to elementary school. <laughs> We're going to adopt a 16-year-old that's about to go to college. Yeah, like 17, <laughs> junior year. All Going we got to do doctor. is pay for their... Yes, come on, girl. <laughs> we'll buy your class ring in your yearbook, and that's about it. That's all you got to do. Well, I love you. I'm really happy for you. Miguel is a, one one of my best friends in the whole entire world. I'm just so... just It's fun to just follow your life and be a part of it and... Um, do you have a date yet or a time period? Cause I need to think of my no. excuse now of why I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen. Even if you don't show up, I better see that check. Okay. Send that check though. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You got okay. my address, bitch. Okay. Give me some, of that get money. some more certified fans in the time though. I'm telling you that. <laughs> well, you, you got a couple of years to so rack them oh, up. Well. bitch. Rack are you thinking about, are you thinking it's going to be years? Or what are you thinking? Like date? So my our, our, my biggest concern is that his dad had a liver transplant a few years ago, so yeah. he's immunocompromised, and he actually retired mm. early from his job, so he wouldn't have to be around a lot of people. Right. Um, so I just so we're trying to figure out what does that look like because we want him to be able to enjoy himself, and he has older aunts and whatnot and uncles, so. Right. We're thinking I, – I, and the other thing I do know is that we live in Tampa Bay and you lived here. It is humid as hell. Yeah. Um, and I was like my biggest thing is I don't want to freaking sweat. Sure. I don't want to sweat. Yeah. No, so it would be the worst. It's, yeah. So it's probably going to be like January, February, March. Um, And we were possibly thinking about like a New Year's Eve type wedding uh, because like that's like our big party that we're known for in our friend group. We throw – I spend so much money on New Year's Eve party. Right. Once we finally got the go-ahead that I didn't have to do that through the station anymore, I could do my own at home. Um, But I, I've been reading different blogs about the pros and cons of that, so I don't know yet. <laughs> it's fine. You, you, you got till at least the world explodes, what, November the 4th of, of 2020 to figure oh, it out. <laughs> well, let's hope we can still get married. Yeah, well, that's true, too, girl. You might want to hurry up before this kicks in. It's fine. We might have um, to just run to the courthouse real quick. <laughs> Next week, Miguel's all married. <laughs> no wedding, no. Gotta hurry this up. Things going to hell in a handbasket. Okay, Miguel's got a great podcast that you need to subscribe to. It's Miguel and Holly Uncensored, and it's uh, it's kind of like me and Jess uh, by the same name. Um, it's almost by design, and uh, it's really good, and you should go follow Miguel on Instagram at, at Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Okay, I love you, sir. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.